Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 640, featuring the Bare Naked Ladies from March 12th, 1998, a Thursday night show. The date on this one is now triple confirmed. The source on this is Erin, uh, her only tape. She was a big Bare Naked Ladies fan and sent this to us with a Kevin tape patch uh, from 2016. So we got this episode from Erin back in 2011. I remember I was playing one of the Call of Duty video games after I transferred it. Uh, just not an uh, interesting side note for me, but nobody else. And the Kevin tape is brand new to the archive. Her file had a little bit of a, a wavy static background noise, as is common with a lot of the K-Rock tapes out of Los Angeles that were recorded locally by fans. And Kevin's tape has his K-Rock uh, out of his local affiliate that's not Los Angeles and their uh, high-pitched whine that he has through his setup. So I went with her body or her tape because the background noise wasn't as bad. I tried some experiments with noise removal, but overall it kind of hurt the rest of the audio of the show. So this is definitely the best version edited together for you to hear. So we now have the closing 45 seconds that I took from the Kevin tape, and it's now to complete the previously long-lost show. So this one has been online before. It's not currently on Loveline tapes. I don't know why. We rarely get tapes from fans of artists or projects, we supply them a lot. It used to be a thing I'd have Uncle Penny always do is if we have a new episode from a band or from like a movie star or actor that has like an online cult following to go give them the MP3 as quick as possible uh, just to be nice as a show of goodwill uh, with the hope that at some point somebody would see one of those and go, oh, well, I have their other appearance. Let me give it to them. I don't know if it ever actually worked out that way, but it was still a nice thing to do for people. I know the things I'm a fan of. If you showed me some Loveline episode there, but some actor or some band was on that I didn't know about, I'd be pretty happy. The guests are making their second known appearance on Loveline, with one known visit from 1992 that precedes this one, back with Poor Man and Dr. Drew. It seems to be their first appearance of the Adam era, unless there's a lost episode. Adam and the guys sing. It's hilarious. I won't spoil what they sing, but you're going to love it. Bunch of solid calls and comedy material. Really great episode. The band are fantastic and really in the mix. Can't recommend this one enough, and it's just the start, uh, the tipping point of Adam singing all month long. There's going to be a lot more. So if you like Adam singing, uh, there's going to be at least two or three more episodes this month that feature that. So I guess I'm in for a treat because I love it. Right, everybody, I uh, hope you enjoy this. Uh, mahalo and get on. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content on a good night. Listener discretion is advised. What did that guy say? I don't know. That music was ripping though. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. And now, here's Loveline with your host Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, it is. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854. Holy, 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 holy,
that'd be Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, board certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Now, uh, I'm doing uh, politically incorrect tomorrow, Drew. Oh, good. So, yes, I know you're a veteran of the yes, show. Yes, indeed. So, uh, you went on the show without That's me. Fine. That's a good show. Right, so you give me some uh, pointers before we uh, head out tonight. The bare naked ladies. Did they send you your list to study? Um, I've been begged to get a fax machine for over a year now, and now it's really come back to bite me in the ass because the extensive topics were sent to the office, Drew, and I have no way of getting them. You wouldn't have read them anyway. I had uh, Chip read them over the phone, but I was drunk at the time, and now I don't remember. What's going on? Uh, I went and hung out with Corn today. Oh, <laughs> that's yes. bad. You'll be seeing them later. I, <laughs> I uh, did some sort of Internet thing with corn. Again? And- Dr. Drew will be able to tell you that humans have trouble with the beta cellulose bond, or is it the beta glucose bond? So, I think I when got When you see corn early in the day, you end up seeing them later as oh. well. So. so they'll be dropping by the studio later. <laughs> yeah, they're quite the opposite of the bare naked ladies who you can hear in the background. But nice guys, and uh, they're recording their next album, and uh, Mark from uh, Sugar Ray was there too, and uh, we'll have everyone in soon. But uh, the bare naked ladies are here tonight. Now, yes. let me just be uh, brutally honest. Uh, with the Bare Naked Ladies. I like this band. I don't have any of their CDs, but I like this band. I told uh, producer Ann, let's get the Bare Naked Ladies on because they seem to have a sense of humor. Just from the uh, concert shows I've seen on TV, the uh, Pontiac Sunfire series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seen that a time or two and really enjoyed it. Heard, uh, I guess maybe it was uh, Alternative Girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, When did that, when was that, a few years, three years old now? Four, yeah. Four years old. Yeah. Uh, always liked that song and uh, have sort of uh, followed the uh, band from a, from a safe distance uh, for uh, a number of years and uh, just thought they were good. It's time you stepped into the line of fire. That's what I was thinking and get uh, right in the bare naked ladies' crosshairs, Drew. So uh, they're here tonight. Crotchies? Uh, You're a mess. <laughs> what do you mean? I sound great tonight. Yeah, won't last. <laughs> All right, Drew. Hey, hold on. Hey, engineer Mike, shut Drew's mic off. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need that kind of negative reinforcement. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sort of hovering. Oh boy, are you? Yes, yes, and I don't need. You know what I need now? A little nurturing. I don't need your brand of uh, tough doctoral love. I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. I think we should uh, hear Brian Wilson. Sure. And uh, that way, is he uh, here too? Corn, Brian Wilson, Sugar Ray—it's amazing. It's uh, it's quite a potpourri of uh, musical celebrities. We will uh, hear this song, and this song is live. This is a live recording. Wow. Does it sound really good? I think it sounds pretty good. It sounds like a concert. But it doesn't sound like uh, a studio version? It sounds Faster like a, than a it studio version. It sounds like a Peter Frampton version. It sounds oh, like okay. Kiss Alive 2. <laughs> yeah, How many I, people like rock and roll? I was thinking more uh, Pat Travers, but all right. Ah, <laughs> we'll go with it. Nice. Thank We're you. We're thinking more Pat Boone. <laughs> boom, boom. What is it? Out go the lights. <laughs> Very good. All right. So we have a bunch of uh, stone 16-year-olds who don't know what the F we're talking about. We'll get into some uh, Thin Lizzy and Foghat references later on <laughs> in the evening. But uh, for now, we'll hear um, Brian Wilson from Bare Naked Ladies. Drove downtown tonight, 9.30 on a Tuesday night. Just to check out the late night record shop. Got it in Bowser, got it in Bowser, got it insane. When I'm surrounded, I just can't stop. It's when I have lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. When I have lying in bed, just like. 
Some live bare naked ladies for you off of uh, bare naked ladies rock spectacle, which is uh, their latest CD, and it's um, it's all live, all live, and I it, all are, the way live. Are they <laughs> are they taking the version of Brian Wilson from some years back, the studio version, and playing it around? Yeah, they're actually town? playing. They're playing this version, but they've wow. cut it down to a kind of a shorter radio edit. Hmm. Man, I can't uh, I can't hear all the kids screaming in the background. I mean, I can tonight, but end. I couldn't when I'm driving around. There is another version that we have recorded, which is a, uh, a new version. So there's about four versions of this song out there, but we did one in the summer uh, called Brian Wilson 2000. Have you got any if other feedback songs? on no. him? It's just all songs about Beach Boys? Actually, <laughs> yeah. Steve and I... About uh, Mike Love or something. Steve and I were... The song Bruce Johnson was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I were interviewed for a Brian Wilson documentary today, mm -hmm. and... Uh, there came this point, they asked us all kinds of questions. They played us some new material from... We were like the first people to hear Brian Wilson's new record. Right. And they're asking us how it was and stuff. And then at the end, they said, uh, Okay, uh, now just address the camera and say whatever you want to Brian Wilson. And <laughs> there was this pause, and Sue said, Actually, it didn't occur to me until this very moment that he would actually see this. <laughs> so it was kind of odd. We, uh, the... Uh and what kind of shape is he in, by the way? Is anyone uh, apparently pretty good shape? Had a conversation yeah. with no, him. Wait a minute. Our director was one of his. Did some of his videos. Oh, yeah, not in the greatest shape. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm sure he's not the most stable man around. But I think and then he's we talked to his daughter. He's all right right now. Oh yeah, Carney yeah. and um, Wendy. Wendy. And they had a few things to say about him. Yeah, but they're all back together now. Yeah, but they didn't have much to say about his uh, being together interper intrapersonally. All right. Drew, what do you want to do? Uh, go over there and shoot the guy, no, or can he just... just uh, hey, let's get him. He okay. still sings very, very nice. Over there. I told you the show would break down. I knew it. All right. Uh, Drew, he doesn't have to uh, solve um, uh, Rubik's Cubes or uh, word puzzles or anything. He can just <laughs> sit back and collect checks. Do you uh -huh. have to send him some money now, 
by using his name this way? No, but maybe he'll sell some records because we have this smashing hit single. Right. There's, uh, there's a plumber, though. I think he lives in Cleveland named Brian Wilson who's trying to sue our ass. But uh, <laughs> Our collective ass. Our collective ass. But <laughs> All right. Well, uh, when I hear the term collective ass, I know it's time to go to the I club. love they're, that they're group. They're yeah. 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 <laughs> Kristen. Yes. Hey, that was a good collective yeah. ass one. <laughs> Do we have collective soul on the show, Drew? I don't know. Okay. No, that's where you're cute to go. Yeah. yeah. Kristen? Yeah. You're 25. Yeah. What's going on over there? I don't know. I just I have these feelings that I may be a little bit more attracted to women than average. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Than the average lesbian or the average heterosexual woman? Than the average heterosexual. Uh -huh. Feelings you want to act on? I wouldn't mind. I, Do you have I a boyfriend know. now? Just, yeah, and I love him to death. Really? And I would never want anything to come between us. But Except another girl. And some yeah. golf equipment. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is I don't think I would mind. I mean, I think I would love being pleasured by another woman, but... I don't imagine that I would like that much pleasuring another woman. Right. I feel sort of the same way with women, but it's a little bit different. But I think the same principles apply. Uh, you think you could work this out? I don't know. I, I imagine if we tried introducing something into our relationship, I don't know what would happen. I don't know if... Um, couldn't your boyfriend strap on some falsies and pleasure you? <laughs> or would the hairy ass uh, in the background be a deal breaker? Well, he pleasures me now, and he does a very good job at it. But I just, I, I don't know. Uh, either. I find myself more and more when we watch movies or something, looking at the women in the movies and thinking, yeah, look, she's got a nice ass. Yeah, no? but that, that's sort of our culture, and pretty much everyone in our culture uh, identifies the female form as erotic. It's not so much the male. But do a lot of women in our culture think, God, I wonder how my friend, uh, whoever is in bed, Amy, <laughs> you know? Uh, I, there's a lot more of that than there used to be, certainly. Yeah. Um, now, that, but what me mostly hear about when women are thinking about uh, exploring that way, when they're in a relationship with someone else and they've been heterosexual, it's because typically they're not happy in their present relationship. Drew is now going to begin the arduous process of excavating that information from you, Kristen. So please sit down. Really, I, Go ahead, Drew. Begin really your probe. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> oh, well, don't let me think otherwise. You know? Why? Well, because I, I really love my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. How long have you been going with him? Uh, two and a half years. How old is he? 27. Mm -hmm. Did to marry him? I imagine so, yes. Mm -hmm. Does he know that? I uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. What's he waiting for? I don't. I I think he's waiting for me to let on that I'm gonna say yes, marry me. Yeah. But um, hmm. I, I just we'll I give you a little clue there. I, I doubt that's the case. No, because I think he would know that by now, yeah. just by judging your from your reaction. No, to us. no, it's um, I'm in school and I'm finishing up, and I've always told him I don't want to get married before. I'm out of school. Because yeah, but I you're telling him, wait to ask me. You're yeah. assuming that he even wants to get married at all. That's uh, no, a pretty I, big assumption. All right, well, Drew, let's, uh, let's not hop right. around here. Right. You want to be with a woman. It's not because you want to sabotage this relationship. Exactly. Okay. And uh, what do you think his reaction would be if he heard this? Oh, he's heard it. <laughs> and he's fine with it. 
he is, and he is. I I think he is, but at times, you know, I said, well, what what would it be like if we if we you know ask someone to be with us? And he said, and he hasn't outright said, well, don't be stupid. We don't need that. But he he hasn't really said he would like. Well, to just real quickly, me. just right. just real quick, a couple of pieces of information we need. What what was your family of origin like? Oh, they were great. They're, they're I, still still together. Yeah, and it was a fairly uneventful childhood. Nothing. Uh... Um, not especially. No. Why are you asking this, Drew? I want to know that. Uh, just to, to judge whether or not she is uh, apt to sabotage a relationship. Well, it strikes yeah. me as interesting that she's only interested in, in being on the receiving end of a, such a relationship with yeah. a woman. It's I, just experimentation, but but she in the meantime is going to destabilize a relationship that she claims to be so committed to, and that and her she's boyfriend may sacrifice that relationship on behalf. She's of asked this. him about it though, I, and he's not into it. He's virtually said, uh, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And, well, uh, right? Not necessarily. No, I just, I think he would be ready to do this, except that I think he's nervous about my emotional feelings about it, that he, he's nervous that I would take things more seriously than I think that I would take them. Like right now I'm saying, yes, I would only like to be on the receiving end. I don't really see myself. What did he say when you told, when you brought this up? Oh, he was like, all right. Okay. <laughs> like your basic American male. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that sounds a like fun. Very different response than what, what you, you let us told believe. us uh, yeah. two and a half minutes ago. Yeah. All right, Kristen, I'm going to leave you alone with your uh, thought, thought Bob. <laughs> okay, Drew. That's it for me. I shouldn't have yeah. hung out with Gordon. I told you. <laughs> that's it. Hey, Kristen. You're, yeah. you're, you're, no, here's the deal. Enjoy. The potential is you may sacrifice this relationship. You're putting the relationship that you claim to be so committed to at great risk. If it's that important to you, if you cannot go on without experimenting and seeing, exploring these feelings, then you got to do it. But understand that it can really destabilize a relationship, and uh, mm -hmm. and there may be some feelings on earth that uh, are a little more um, mm, real, perhaps. And maybe these feelings you're having of this relationship being so wonderful are somewhat uh, superficial. All right, sure, Derek. Yeah, hey, I doubt you guys remember me, but I called a few months ago about my girlfriend. Oh, Derek. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> Long time, Adam. Right, gullible Derek. That's right. <laughs> no, um, she'd been raped repeatedly since she was uh, three years old. it whenever I make a joke, the next word is rape. All right. Typical, well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And you were trying to fix her. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Anyway, um, I've been trying to talk her into getting therapy. Right. But her main problem with that is she thinks that in order to do that, her mom has to know what happened. No. Then, and beyond that... Oh, well, wait, who was it that did it to her? It was her neighbor. Something might have to be reported, but I don't know that your mom, the mom has to be involved with it. It'll and eventually happen. he moved when he was about, when they were both about 12. Yeah. And so she basically just figured, you know, leave well enough alone, it's passed, nothing's going to happen again. Hmm. And just today she found out he moved back again next door. Yeah, but this is something that she's going to carry with her forever. What do you mean, leave well enough alone? Yeah, I know, but she doesn't want to do anything about it, basically. Leave well enough alone is like someone TPs your garage yeah. and you don't go after them. But, Toilet uh, papers it? Yes, it's American custom. <laughs> but uh, when someone rapes you, that's that's not a leave well when enough alone cause. But, you know. Uh, the, none of, that is not her real reason for not wanting to get in therapy. She just doesn't want to unearth all this business. Okay, Get well, how would one go about doing that then without, you know, she's a minor, so how could she go? How old is she? She's um, 16, almost 17. What do you mean, how could she go? Well, you know, how would you get, you know, in contact with someone that could give you therapy without, you know, having the consent of your mother? You can have medical care after the age of 14, period. Yeah, well, how do you it's pay for it? confidential. How you yeah, pay for it money, is... For 
You got to go to some place where things are free or prorated. <laughs> is, is she in school? Or is that uh, Just, Disneyland te- teaching us. centers? Teaching centers yeah. for therapy? Yeah. Is oh, she, please. Is she, uh, is Regular she therapists aren't any good. I can only imagine the ones that haven't gotten out of school. She is it's like school? going to the barber college. Yeah, she's in school still. How about checking with the school departments? Uh, she's uncomfortable with that because there's people that she has to be around for long periods. Well, all right. She's found every reason why not to do this, and you're gonna you're gonna cave into that. You can either get her, yeah, and you can't force her to get help no. if she doesn't want it. You can lead a uh, patient to a therapist, but you can't make them think. Whatever. That's pretty heavy, very isn't nice. it, man? Very yeah. Nice. Write that down, Drew. We're very naked yeah. They're slipping into a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I just need about another hour to get it together, guys. <laughs> Beth. Hi. You're 22. Yes, I am. You're on with them bare naked ladies. Hello. Hello, Hi. Beth. Okay, I have a problem. Okay, Great. we have a solution. Would you like us to go first? <laughs> I actually have two questions. Um, when I when me and my boyfriend have sex, he's kind of big, and it hurts. Hmm. And we can't figure out a way to do it where it doesn't hurt. Well. You you are talking to the right person, Beth. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I don't do this to. Uh, I actually am quite large myself. Really? And my wife and I have had this, this is problem. Steve speaking. <laughs> um, my wife and I have had this problem, and uh, it. I mean, it, obviously, you've tried lubrication. Are you sure she's not unusually small, Ed? She could be unusually small. No, he means your wife. <laughs> my wife is yeah. uh, possibly a little bit smaller than Asian guy. than average. No, she's not no. Asian. Okay, just a so uh, Asian. W- would you say your penis is is big in length and in girth, or just in girth? Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would say in every damn way possible. Really? Yeah. Guys, I love the fact we're talking about this. You guys, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finally, you, you guys have toured enough with him to know. Oh man! Oh man! It's remarkable. It's it's, it's incredible. Really? It comes out, and I'm a happy guy. I can. Get, I'm astonished, and I'm I was. Happy. I was actually. You guys may have seen. I was the stand-in for Boogie Nights. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Do they? It, what is it, Drew? I mean, out of out of ten guys, does one guy have a huge penis? How does that break? Yeah, it all down? goes to one. Yes. No, I okay. mean, you know, percentage wise. No, I don't know. studied ten that. or fifteen percent. You're the one that, that's got the five point two inch uh, average data out there. Where did that come from? Did you know that the average penis is only five point? I believe it's one, three. Three. Okay. Inches or two inches. I did not. Quite know a that. bit less than the uh, six inch norm that everyone assumes. Beth? Yes. Um, is us uh, ridiculing yet. Ed's penis uh, helping you at all? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not really. How about, this is Tyler, and how about different positions? Have you tried? We've, we actually bought a book. Oh, wow. And it's like, if he doesn't go all the way in, it doesn't hurt as bad. Okay, well, that's what he has to do, not go all the way in. But. Yeah. So the yeah. length Did is you the have problem. Other, other, not the other, other solutions. Do what? Have you had other solutions, Ed? For well, I mean that 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 exactly is what we've chosen as our option. But it, is it the length and not the girth that's the problem, I or is it sort of both? It's sort of both, but the length is more because it's like like the next day, I'm sore inside. Yeah. See, I find we've had to. Um, my wife and myself have, have actually had to limit the actual intercourse part of lovemaking, which is not, you know, it doesn't have to be the be-all and end-all of lovemaking. There's a lot more you can do to, to have a wonderful, passionate, and intimate time together other than, than actual intercourse. Oh, we do. All right, so Beth, uh, lubrication, uh, varied positions. Uh, take the ass, uh, take, um, pardon me, the uh, book, 
that you bought. Uh, read that over a couple of times. And uh, what else? Yoga? No, don't. He has to be just sensitive to what he's doing to you, right? You're saying don't Absolutely. penetrate yeah. all the way and be too. Right. And that, that's all you can really do. But there's times when it gets. And like, by the way, with the, the more serious complaints we get for all the guys that are anxious about their size, uh, we get much more impassioned complaints about too big than too small. Right. But guys aren't really worried about what, what women think. Interestingly, that doesn't seem to be the issue, does it? It's uh, how they look in the gym. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a guy thing. You see... Uh, uh, whenever I'm in the gym with a full erection, I, I don't have any problems. <laughs> I mean, it's never, it's never been an issue for me. I don't know what you're talking about, Adam. Uh, the, uh, High know, school uh, PE was so much fun at Tyler's school. <laughs> <laughs> Did guys hang their uh, swim trunks on them to dry? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fully. Uh, all right. Do the flexed arm hang off my <laughs> wang. Uh, Ed, are you sort of the king of the bus when you guys go out on the road? Oh, it, is this large penis afford you uh, any I, You're going to have to talk to my manager, Ty. All right. Ty signed me on for an exclusive contract when I go into porn after this music thing's over. Ed, I, I, uh, I have to ask the hard question, so uh, don't take this the wrong way, but can you get to your own penis? <laughs> I, I was asked by a, a friend, can I lick my own stamp? <laughs> That's right. I can get to it, yeah, but oh, it's, not, it's not exciting at all. We take care of that it's for It's exciting him. to me, though. <laughs> yeah. I can get there, but... Beth, uh, Beth's probably not there anymore, right? No, we got rid of her. She but can he, hear us. Yeah, she can. I think, you know, just patience, man. If he's a, if he's a great guy, and he'll understand. And oh. have fun with that thing. It may be big, but it needs love. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to go to break. Uh, we're all going to contemplate that. And we'll be back with the Bare Naked Ladies. I feel so liquidy. Really? Why? You're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla. God bless the Phoenix. Loveline, I'll be right back. 800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. You're listening to Loveline. The world famous K-Rock. Hi, this is David Allen Greer, and you are listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and the one and only Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. Tyler, Steve, Ed, and Jim are all here. Shut the door there, Dr. Drew. Now, leave the menagerie outside, please. From the Bare Naked Ladies. And uh, I asked uh, producer Ann, I believe you're a witness to this, Drew, a couple of weeks ago. I said, uh, let's get the Bare Naked Ladies yes, on this did. program. Yes, you Several times, in fact. Right. I rarely do that. That's true. We thank you for that. Thank yes. You. Thanks, Ann. Sucker. The uh, John Hyde, I think, was uh, one of my only uh, other requests. I've had a few, but uh, not many. He's cool. great. And Joey Lawrence. Thanks. You requested him. Cool. That's, that. uh, Joey That's Lawrence right. is the guy I always say, if, if I ever have to leave the band for any kind of reason... I hope that the guys hire Joey Lawrence. Yeah, as my replacement. He's really blossoming as a singer. Apparently. That's right. <laughs> Whoa! Thank you. Thank you. All right. Phone number for Love Lines: one eight hundred L V E one nine one. Fax number three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five. And it's back to the phones. We go, Jamie. Yes. Twenty one. Yes. On with them bare naked ladies. <laughs> Hi. Hello, Hi, Jamie. Hello. Um, I guess the reason why I called is for some advice. Okay. Let's okay. just get right on past that part, callers. Let's just go right to the question. The question. What's the question, Jamie? Oh, well, see, I've been dating this guy for about four weeks, and I really like him a lot. And, uh, you know, when I date, when I found him, I wasn't even looking for him. You know, he found me. But he has this ex-girlfriend. I mean, she's gorgeous. Drop-dead gorgeous. Well, a friend of mine was at the bar the other night, saw him up there with her, 
and they were like kissing and playing with each other's hair and later on that night see i was at work i didn't know this was going on he called me and asked me if i was still going to go over to his house and which i did and like uh how, how do i confront him or or uh, should I just... that's a hard uh so this is his ex yeah uh we need to talk to him uh he's not available he's uh He's working. He's uh, 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 a. <laughs> yeah. Where's he working? He's um, working um, out of town. Oh, out of town. Yeah. At uh, that uh, big factory that's out of town. <laughs> <laughs> the no phone factory. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly where he's at. What kind of jobs he have? Huh? What kind of jobs he have? Um, I don't know really. Um, it's pipe necking with another pipe girl builder. job. <laughs> what? Pipe builder. It's a pipe builder or pipe layer. Something like that. Like, yeah, when he said he was heading out to lay a little pipe <laughs> in a neighboring town, he, he wasn't talking about a plumbing gig. Well, Jamie, you know, I got, you, you either, she's so naive, this Jamie. You don't know this guy very well at all, do you? Um, no, not really. Do you is think he, he really good looking? Oh yes. Do you, do you think he thinks you're his girlfriend? Well, see, that's I don't know. I okay, mean, let's like, let's answer that for you. No, I, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so his seeing his ex girlfriend is just him. Seeing his ex-girlfriend. Could, maybe, be, maybe could, be his could be his current girlfriend. Could be his yeah. Well, he, he tells me he's not seeing her anymore, and, and well, he he's a good girl, and I'm a good girl. You he's, know, I uh, do appropriately, and I'm nice. and Right. Yeah. He's kind of pin- pigeonholing you, though, isn't he? he? What? Well, I mean, if he says to you, oh, I, I want a good girl, I want a nice girl, and yet he's out making out with the... The nasty girl. Yeah. Isn't he kind of putting you in a role that maybe, you know... I think it's time for Jamie to pull that uh, Olivia Newton-John maneuver in Greece. Yeah. Where she uh, puts on, uh, dons the black outfit, shows yeah. her nasty side. Gets a perm. Yeah. <laughs> nice satin pants. <laughs> and you guys uh, dance by the dynamite shack. <laughs> All right, uh, Jamie, uh-huh. you're in trouble. Yeah, you sound like this a friendly, nice person. Right. Don't get burned. You're, you sound kind of naive, and I think this guy's taking advantage of you. You think so? And yes. You every reason to, to call him on the carpet, and don't believe anything he says. All right. Confront the hell out of him. He seems so sin- sincere. Uh, well, you know? if this yeah. is the first time you've had experience with somebody that seems sincere and is, isn't, well, the uh, this, this won't be the last. All right. People, All right, Jamie. People lie. Yeah. Be very careful. Adjust that antenna of yours, okay? Okay, so kick him to the curb? Yeah. Well, at least confront him confront on the him. issue. Agra- you know, don't be afraid. Well, how do I confront him? I mean, you what say, if he lies to me? You say, what the heck's you, going on here? You know, you, my, my friend saw you with this your ex-girlfriend. And right. I feel really uncomfortable about that. And if, if you want to be serious with me, then you have to be, don't, be don't with get me in, alone. Don't get in discussions of were you or were you not there. Just, I know you were there. Okay. So stay with that. All right. All right? Or okay. you, you confront people the way I do in relationships, which is uh, vandalize their car. <laughs> and you can say, I may be your nice girl, but I'm not stupid. That's <laughs> good. All that. Let me write that you can down. Say, I'll you just know, put boy in. Though. <laughs> My friend saw you with your ex girlfriend. I know you were there, and I just peed on your door handle. <laughs> now get out of here, Michelle. Yes. You're 24. Yes, I am. You're on with the bare naked ladies. Hello, guys. Hello, Hi, Michelle. Um, I worked in music retail for four years. Turned everyone on to your music, and I'm a music critic now. And I've written very good stuff about you. Oh, cool. thank, thank you, Michelle. That's where those five copies went. Pardon? <laughs> That's where those five copies went. Yeah, right. Um, also, uh, to Adam, it was the Pontiac uh, 
Hard Rock Live that you couldn't remember last night that they were on. Right. Uh-huh. I said Pontiac Sunfire. You remember uh, the tonight. game? The, the people at Pontiac are very proud of you. <laughs> they don't remember the show or the band, but you remember their cars. Exactly. It is the Sunfire series or something, isn't it? It is. Hard Rock Live. Exactly. Presented by Pontiac Sunfire. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, I don't have a problem, but I do have a Hold story. on, where do they do that? In Pontiac Sunfire Land. <laughs> Michigan, somewhere. In endorsement it. land. It's exactly. in New York City. Oh, it is. What's yeah. the question? Okay. I don't have a problem, but I do have a situation. Yeah. Um, I'm very attracted to this person, and he supposedly been with this uh, girl for two years, <laughs> and he constantly talks about masturbation. I, I'm, <laughs> I reiterate. Dump him. Hold on, I'm intrigued. An ex-girlfriend who was once a stripper and a porn stars. Adam. I wonder if he's really happy with this person or not. I'm not going out with you. <laughs> I just wonder if he's actually happy in his relationship if he constantly talks about these kinds of things. Is his relationship with you? No, no actually, this is... I've never met him. This person's in the public... Uh, Public spectrum. As she maybe does he talk about? So you uh, got the hots for Charlie Sheen, and does, you have a problem with it. Does he talk about his hairy uh, rear end? Sometimes. How yeah. about his uh, love of gas? Uh, sometimes. How about his nappy hair? Um, I thoroughly like the fact that he has gone a dog though. Did he ever put a jacuzzi jet in his ass uh, the senior year of high school? And that attracts me even more. What and there was no you? water in the jacuzzi, so you know. <laughs> How big is your butt? Okay. You're you're speaking of me, aren't you, of Michelle? Of course. Yes. I think you're a great guy. I think you get the uh, you get lowballed all the time. No pun intended by uh, these people that you work with and have on your show. And it's really difficult being known as the dumb one. That's true. It really <laughs> is. Not, though. Uh, no, he's not. No. I will come to his aid on this one. I'm known as the dumb, unattractive one. I like the fact that he views the world and he's able to admit the fact that it's very screwed up, and he puts it in a humorous manner. Okay. I is like uh, Shelley Berman there? Could you pass the phone over to him? <laughs> It's feeling like a roast at this point, Drew. <laughs> All right, Michelle, is that it? Yes. All right. God bless Are you. you oh, my master, Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm, um, uh, Drew, explain to everyone how uh, misunderstood I am. Adam, uh, Adam always is called the stupid guy. No. <laughs> Look, Adam gets, Adam gets uh, uh, as uh, Michelle put it, lowball. In other words, people come in thinking that he somehow is the buffoon. That's and, right. And uh, in fact, uh, Adam is the brains behind this operation. That's right. Uh, I've heard this. on a cart. Adam, I, I can relate to you. I'm the drummer in the band. Oh, and, you know, you know what it's, it's like, like the goalie on a hockey team or whatever. You're the brunt of the jokes. Right. right. Except Adam, Adam brings himself to the to the brunt of these jokes. As does Tyler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the brunt is. The best part, like yeah. the fat. <laughs> it's the best part, the brunt. Cat. Hi. You're 18. I'm sorry for such a happy call to have a downer one. But, uh, okay, here's my problem. Um, I've been kind of doing drugs on and off for a couple of years now. What drugs? Um, well, I mean, smoking pot for a while, but mm-hmm. coke and heroin. For okay. A bit. Mm-hmm. And um, this year I started college. Mm-hmm. And it was never really a problem before, but then I was living in a dorm, and it becomes a real difficult situation to hide. Um, so my friends were getting worried, and they did, like, an intervention-type thing um, last week. And then today, I ended up ODing, which is very inopportune. Well, the intervention did nothing, I guess. Right. Well, how'd that work? Did they take you somewhere? No, no, they just... They'd all they didn't know what they were doing. 
they've all been talking behind their backs, you know. They just, they, that's not really an intervention. That's just a confrontation. Okay. Yeah, that's not. Uh, it's more like when the uh, cheerleaders, uh, my senior year, snatched all the football players and took them to Denny's. Exactly. I knew you'd understand. Right. wasn't uh, wasn't so much a rehab thing. Right. More, so you OD'd. Now everybody's more, more like upset. an outing. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. I, I went to the hospital. I came back. Nobody was there, and I left two hours later on spring break. So, and, and now I have no clue how, you know, what to do, where I should call, or, like, how to act, or anything. Why don't you get your heroin addiction treated? Huh? Why don't you get your heroin, heroin addiction treated? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's not, it's really not, this is going to sound horrible, but it's really not that bad of an addiction. Cat, there's no such thing as a not that bad a heroin habit. Okay. Well. And uh, heroin has a fatality rate that is extraordinary. Yeah, but it's cocaine that I OD'd on anyway. I understand that, but when you when you choose two drugs, the more addictive one becomes the natural history of your disease. How'd in your you case, do the, heroin is the one that's going to evolve here. How'd you OD on, uh, on, on coke? Yes. Well, apparently it was cut with something that I ended up just passing out. Like, I didn't do the convulsion mm -hmm. of the typical coke OD. So. You didn't have a seizure as far as you know? No. All right. I didn't have a stroke and have a heart attack. I was in the hospital for like half an hour while they brought my pulse rate down, and that was it. All right. Well, uh, you're, you're going to die of addiction. Okay. Uh, without some real serious treatment. You've already had one OD. You're 18. You've been doing heroin for a while. Uh, your, prog your probability of seeing 30 without treatment is pretty low. All right. So uh, can you play the saxophone, Kat? No, not very mm. well. Okay, you got to quit then. All right. I think yeah. that's a bongo, though. What do you think? No. No? It's a, you got some sort of a wind instrument. Oh, okay. All right. You got to get off it. All right. Oh, yeah? But do you have any advice for the friends? What do you want us to tell them? They're they're no, not I don't on drugs. tell them anything. What should I, I mean? Well, they know you're uh, an addict, right? Right. Okay, that's the least so. of your problems. At least <laughs> you have friends who are concerned right. about what's going yeah. on with you. What is there to say? I mean, so do see, I come back and say, like, you know, you guys were right. Like, I'm never going to do it again. I'm so sorry and ball and be hysterical. That's no. And, of course, there's no chance that you won't ever do it again without treatment. You will always go back without treatment. Fine. All right. Uh, just say, uh, you're, you 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 know, you're doing your best. And Sounds uh, like you're already over the biggest hurdle. Um, mm -hmm. Your friends know about it, and they're willing to help you. They may not know what to do yet, but if you get professional help, um, it sounds like they're there to support you. If there's, if there's a physical addiction you. on that's a that's a medical problem that has to be deal, dealt with on a Yeah, there's on no a such thing level. as casual heroin use, especially the point of overdose. Of I like when uh, one of the guests uh, tries to give a little sympathetic advice. Sounds like you're uh, out of the woods with the addiction, and Drew gives that sort of Marge Simpson <laughs> <laughs> You can just hear him like... I did. I didn't mean the difficult I part. Know. I meant a difficult part. Well, listen. You're you're trying to uh, you're trying to find uh, something positive in a in a uh, very difficult situation. But Drew had to give the give, give that sound one more time, Drew. Mm -hmm. uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I knew it. What was that cartoon? What was that one? You what? know what I'm talking about? What? Oh, I knew it. Oh, uh, oh my God! All right, we're gonna come up with this during the break. All right, Engineer Mike. We're going to need your help on this one. These guys are from Canada, so all they have is a uh, clutch cargo, and the, I, I don't know what. The they only have cartoon we have is hand puppets, shadow puppets with their hands. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> very, very popular. Right. Some good ones. Excellent. Hey, olive oil. Olive oil. Is she from? She used uh, to do that stuff. Really? Oh, oh, uh, oh, olive, yeah, oil, yeah. olive oil is Canadian. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to come up. Uh, I'm going to come up with uh, something else. So uh, I know it's something else. Anyway, all right, we're going to go to break. Uh, bare naked ladies are here. They will continue to be here after this. On the world famous K Rock.
Hey there, my fellow sexual dysfunctionals. This is Young MC, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Oh, that's right. The Young He's MC. Yeah. yeah, he busted a move on in here, did he? <laughs> yes, he did. This would be like the principal's office of radio shows. Yeah, it really is. All the people that couldn't get along in uh, high school and have now parlayed that into uh, million-dollar careers end up here. Okay, smarty, go to a party. That would be the uh, Bare Naked Ladies. You uh, hear in the background their uh, CD, the uh, Bare Naked Ladies Rock Spectacle, is out. It is uh, live. And are all these songs, how many of these songs are new, I guess, is my None. question. They're all collected They're all from done. previous records, but done live. Right. They're all brand spanking old. Right. Well, I <laughs> I, I assume that, but I didn't want to uh, put yes, words there. Well, because often, sometimes people will do a, often, sometimes, people will do uh, a double. A, uh, uh, something, a, a phrase that doesn't make any sense. And then they'll also do some songs that are brand new on a live record. It's an added bonus. We didn't feel that our fans deserved the added bonus. This time right. No, they weren't good fans, especially. <laughs> They're not like the fans of Hanson or some other That's group right. like I that. mean, some people have fabulous fans. Ours are jerks. What about uh, Alternative Girlfriend? Not on there. Yeah. Although it does rock live. What's up with that? Was rocking life? We, yeah, I don't know. We're a good man. Uh, perhaps the version that you know we, I mean. we recorded wasn't quite up to the par of some no, of the other stuff. Mostly, we tried to choose things that were that were different live than they are on the record, and and things that sort of gave a good uh, example of of the whole live show. All right, and let's we sort of have the what got you here next time, okay? <laughs> All Instead right. of getting eclectic on it, <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> Me too. All right. Well, we'll hear something else uh, off it as the uh, night wears on. But uh, now we'll go back to the phones, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna leave early tonight, or are you here for the, uh, the yeah, long haul? For the duration. All right, true, everybody. You good, Megan? Andy. Yeah. You know I'll catch my second wind yeah, eventually sure. on, oh, yeah, on yeah, the sure. ride home. No, no, Andy, sure. you're 18. Yeah. What's going on there? Well, uh, my fiance, oh, actually my my girlfriend slash fiance, uh, she uh, she uh, has kind of turned our sex life into a nothing life. Uh, about three months ago, I proposed to her, and ever since then, it's been like, no, we're not having sex. No, it's only three months to go till we're married. You know. Oh, this is one of those oh, things, yeah. yeah, where where you were having sex, but because you decided to get married she's had a, reju a renewed interest in her virginity well yeah right? it, exactly she's a exactly. pseudo virgin now uh, Born again to re virgin, yeah, virgin right. to reenact her, her loss of the virginity in the marriage and, uh, it, and it was a, it wasn't just like a, a decrease it was an amazing stop well, she wants to stop until you get married right right exactly and yeah. i i can't imagine i don't understand she these, was are, really these are arbitrary concepts that people have really about, enjoyed it yeah this is one of these arbitrary things that people get into about their sexuality that i find very bizarre yeah that'll add 10 years to the marriage uh the uh, six weeks you didn't get it on yeah. uh, before <laughs> the honeymoon that? what is that i don't know everyone's up to you know everyone's got a plan these days this is why there's you turn on the tv and there's a million advertisements for diets or exercise it's anything but just do the work Anything but uh, haul Absolutely. your fat ass down to the track and do a few laps. Anything but uh, don't eat the sweets at 4.30 in the morning and uh, wash it down with a pitcher of Kool-Aid. Anything but the work. You know what I mean? Yeah, Andy, what the hell are you doing getting married at 18 anyway? Well, well he wants to get laid. Come on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait till he gets married now. He proposed yeah. to her two weeks into the dry spell. No, we've been dating for a year and a half. You're 18. And, uh, You're, how are you going to support each other? Oh, well, um... I'm going to school right now for a network, network engineering, engineering job. That does not 
And, uh, oh, you're going to school right now. Explain how you're going to support yourself while you're in you school. You can't even say network engineering. <laughs> well, what are you going to? How are you going to gonna make money at it? That's, how are you gonna, that's part of the program. Let's I'm be fair. For America Online right now. And you're we're, able to we're making good money. We'll we'll support each other just fine. And pay for school. I'm surprised I didn't get a busy yeah. signal talking to you. Well, then. actually, my school is being paid for. <laughs> by so by uh, my company. Okay. So uh, how how much you pulling down a month? Uh, combined. Okay. Combined, we're we're pulling. Uh, twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, it'll be a hey. bit of a struggle for a while. More than Engineer Mike's making. What's that? I said it's more than Engineer Mike, but he doesn't really have to work, so he kind of has to. <laughs> Maybe pulling life. down twenty two hundred, but you ain't getting any, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Andy, I, I just, I, I, what's the hurry of getting married? Just curious. It's not that it's a hurry. I guess I, it's just uh, another step. You're eighteen. I'm just taking another step in the right. It's the step, Adam, it's the step right before divorce. You're married at 18. Oh, imagine please! That. I, I'm 33. I can't imagine myself behaving in a relationship like a human being. At 18, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I you know, I mean, did did, did anyone here get married uh, early? Relatively early, but not at 18. I got married at 24. And it, I got married at yeah, twenty three or twenty four. Well, with that, yeah, but once I mean, you it's find still the, early for for yeah, especially for nowadays, it's definitely you early. Find the right woman with that big penis uh, <laughs> that Ed has. I mean, you got to settle down. <laughs> See, that's it's why advice, Andy, to you is take a little space, take a little time. Maybe not get married right away. Push the wedding back and at least start having sex again. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm always game for sex. Maybe that would be advice to his fiance. Yeah, is that a proposal right to me? Is she listening right now? Uh, no, there's no way she's working. She has she works graves. Uh, she she works graves. Yeah. Well, she's I, dead. That's why she's not having sex with you. <laughs> this is just a recent change. All right, Andy. What's the second question? The second question is uh, she was molested when she was 16 years old mm-hmm. by a very close family friend. Right. And we've discussed this countless times. Right. And. Uh, She's just afraid nothing will be done if she says anything because it's been two years. All right, so this is a this is another factor. Yes, 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 yes. All right, and, and, and by the way, the sixteen is not molestation; it's rape. Well, it wasn't. It was just. It was just. Um, he he reached around her shoulder while walking. They were all walking home one day. All right, and that's fondled her. That. So, really? And is she... How upset is she by that? She doesn't... She definitely... You know, she's upset about it. She doesn't like it. She, Where are you calling from? Utah. Uh-huh. Drew knew it. <laughs> Why, Drew? Why? Because there, there's... Are you both Mormon? Uh, I converted. Yeah, she was, she was brought up... Because there's all kinds of funny feelings about people's sexuality when they're part of the church there. They really are not supposed to, and they're confused about it, and they're yeah. threatened by it, and... Uh, but, you know, and this is all her, you know, n- wishing she'd not had sex with you and now pretending she didn't. And uh, Right. Yeah. Okay. She had had sex several times before me. Andy. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of confusion here. Please don't get married for a while until you straighten out some of these emotional issues. How about that? Well, I'm not. Come on. All right. All right. Uh, get married, have a ton of kids, get divorced. I'm going to use reverse psychology. I command you. Uh, <laughs> Drew, uh, Drew will not rest until you screw up a relationship after having a bunch of kids. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. Please do that. All right. All right. It is our wish. Drew, you second that? Yeah, of course. Oh yes. Okay. This is uh, that's genius. Aaron. Yes. You're 14. Hi. You're on with the bare naked ladies. Hello. Hello. I have a question for you guys. Hmm. I've loved you for the last three years. 
Right on. And um, I have a question. Um, how would you guys think of that name? Bare Naked Ladies? Yeah. Uh, it was something we used to say when we were about, uh, oh, goodness, eight years old, I guess. And uh, one day we were at a Bob Dylan concert, bored out of our skulls, and made up a bunch of fake band names, one of which was Bare Naked Ladies. And... Uh, we weren't actually planning to be a band. We were just making up fake bands. and uh, We were planning on being a synchro swim team. <laughs> that's right. We were going to be a little league team. Take on the kids. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I think you guys are really cool. Thank, Thank you. you. And I also maybe have like a song request you can play for later. All right. As uh, I've loved for the last three years when I was in sixth grade, the song Grade Nine. It's not on Rock Spectacle. No. Not, not yeah. on Rock Spectacle, and that's the one they have. I, I'm saying Rock Spectacle now because that's what Adam says. Oh. That's right. See, we pronounce it in French, Rock Spectacle. Oh, really? Yes. But, you know, feel free to pronounce it in... Because you guys are Canucks? In, yeah, in your beautiful American English. No, Let me ask you, stupid. who are you closer to, France or uh, the good U.S. of A over oh, there in uh, goodness. Canada? Okay, rest of my kids. Yeah. Good, the good, I mean, uh, you hear me speaking French. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Aaron, mm -hmm. anything else? Um, and name the other day. Listen to the name for band. Hymen Attack. Wouldn't <laughs> that be a cool name? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You guys, you know what you guys may want to do? I don't you, get it. You <laughs> may want to go, is Hymen Attack, like, uh, when when things get so big and you want to go play, like, a little club gig somewhere and you don't want to, you know, you need Actually, a Actually, we already have that name. You do? Yeah. Is it Hymen Attack? No. We go under the name Sittler. <laughs> Number 27, trying to label East Daryl Sittler. It's like if, uh, oh, I see. I thought it was like if uh, Hitler opened a, a restaurant with oh. a salad bar. They call it the Sittler. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. We'll uh, be back with more uh, fun and games with Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, oh, yeah. Everybody now. Six point seven K Rock. Hey you one nine one. Tyler, Steve, Ed, and Jim, the uh, bare naked laters, are here singing in uh, Latin, I believe. Ed loves this song. What song is this? Oh, this oh is yeah, the, the right. right. I'm hip. English guy and he's whining. All right, Drew, quiet down. we got to go to the uh, top of the hour, <laughs> 10 second break here. Engineer Mike, you can have your uh, finger poised on the button. This is Loveline on Radio Station. KROQ FM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. The world famous K Rock. It's Loveline. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-191. The hell was that? Fax yeah. number 310-854-4455. Adam Kroll, Dr. Drew, Bare Naked Ladies, and you. Drew? Yeah, and me. Yeah. You ready to get back to the phones? Yeah, you, you need to study those questions, though, for Politically Incorrect. You I need, do? You need to read them and think about them. Mm, Please. You know. I'm Please not don't as, embarrass me. I'm not as funny when I'm sorted. It's not a funny thing. It isn't? No. I'm going to go make an ass out of both of us. Don't do it. Especially me. I want to go on there again, so I don't want you to blow it for me. Well, they'll probably want you that much more. No. Can you believe that Drew went on without me? How long ago was this, Drew? A year ago. 
Was it a year ago? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're such a liar. You didn't no. go on a year ago. Did they ask it was back? just, it was when we finished. We had no, even, they we didn't. hadn't even finished that second cycle of the TV show. No, it was not a year. I refuse to It was to like that. maybe May, I can't May, hear June. You. May I can't. June. No. Oh, that's now your, it's May. That's your 10 bucks if there's a, a year ago. question. 11, year, 11 months ago. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't do uh, current events, actually. Chris. Yeah. You're 24. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I got a little problem with my uh, younger brother. He's 13. And he's been looking at porn on the internet, and I was wondering, well, he, and the other day I, f I found that he was looking at bestiality porn on the internet, and I was wondering if I should let him explore on his own, or should I tell my parents? Um, uh, I, if what? I were the, the young, youngster's dad, I would want to know. You've got to give your parents a chance to do the parenting. And if okay. parents don't have information, uh, then then there's no telling. Yeah, he's kind of right on the cusp. If he if he was a, a year or two older, I'd probably say just uh, let him go. Thirteen. I don't know. Does yeah, he have I mean, pubic that's, hair? That's, that's so totally the age for getting interested in that kind of oh, thing. Oh, and and it's, think about the yeah. outlets that you have now. I mean, uh, but it's I've, also as they get into the more perverse stuff, could be problematic. Absolutely. Because that's, right. that's when the interest is peaked, and yeah. that's when yeah. now I think in the last. 15 years, I think of what, between the time I was 13 and, and now that, that kids are there with computers and so on. Are you 28, Steve? I am, I will be 28 in a few months. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think about, uh, just how, how easy it is to access it, which is fine for me because I'm 28 now. That's right. You can use your penis responsibly. Absolutely. I can also click my mouse wherever I like. I was, uh, talking to Drew about this on uh, many occasions, which is, I'm 33, Drew's, uh, 52. And uh, we didn't know. Drew, how old are you? 38, 39? 39. Okay. I'm going to be 40 this summer. All right, good. The point is, shut Drew's mic off, please. The point is, that's, I don't need him to make birthday plans over the air. Uh, when I was a kid, or like, we didn't have a VCR. And then my dad, in his uh, infinite wisdom, went out and got beta, like uh, yeah. like an idiot, over at the uh, Radio Shack or the Sears. My dad is so lame when it comes to that junk. But anyway... Uh, I didn't have any. I couldn't access this. I mean, pornography when I was thirteen. Some guy, was, some guy had a magazine and it went shared around all the lockers in school. Right, and you got to see a pair of breasts here and there. And, and it was if, excellent. If you were lucky, somebody's older brother who was in the military had some sort of grainy black and white stag film called the uh, you know Weekend Roulette on a 16 millimeter and you'd have to go pull somebody's uh, projector out from somewhere else and then uh, the bulb was always shot so it was like all right what's 35 bucks uh 17 ways all right everyone pony up three bucks we're going to go down to the place and get a new bulb but you could never quite uh, do what you can do now now it's it's the same pictures on the internet it's just that someone is with photoshop put Julian anderson's face on top of all of them. oh could you imagine if i could have got uh, wonder woman's head uh, <laughs> linda carter on one of these naked bodies uh, i would have never left the house and i wouldn't have been able to pursue my education right drew <laughs> drew that's, that's why our friend from utah works for aol by the way yes chris yeah. Uh, what is your read on? on Ooh, I got a mic. Do you have a read on what your uh, parents' reaction would be? Um, he actually has discovered <clears throat> some uh, Playboys and stuff like that before in my closet, and they discussed it. But nothing like the stuff he's getting into now, because you can go back and look at the history files, and I found one. It was a gay site, and it seemed like it seems like it's progressing. And then I saw the bestiality site, and I got a little concerned. So. Mm-hmm. And so, are you living at home then? Yeah, I'm going to college. Mm -hmm. um, 
spam my own way, and my uh, parents are letting me live there while if I he, do that. If he's not sophisticated enough to erase his history file on his browser, then he's not sophisticated enough to be watching bestiality porn. Chris, yeah, you should talk to him as the big brother thing. Oh, you know, mm, parents need to know. No, yes. let let Chris give it a shot. Doesn't he? Does he respect you at all? Oh yeah. All right. Well, get in there. Be a big brother, would you? I I thought I was being a big brother by letting him explore, but yeah, okay. All right, but I, I think give him a little talking too. Sounds it, like time to intervene. It's not pretty, good. This for is him. pretty harsh stuff. Not good for him. All right, but you don't think you should? Uh, but I mean, kids thirteen, they grow pretty fast these days. No. no, no. All right, but don't you think the big brother should talk to him a little bit, give him a little, a little uh, pep talk, and then if it uh, continues, mm, tell the parents yes, I, I Drew agrees. So. I get, think everyone's you, on. You're getting Marge Simpson here, mm. by Drew. Brand. It was uh, Hardy Har Har was the uh, was Lippy the lion and Hardy Har Har was the. Cartoon if I was fourteen and I was like surfing yes. the net and I you know I was getting a little curious like when you're fourteen what does it look like to have sex with a dog or whatever you, yeah, the oh, same but you just don't you haven't even had sex yourself that is right but formulating still, all but, those. but still but still then and then your mom comes to you I'd be so mortally embarrassed when I'm saying yeah, but it's the same honey, instinct that makes people look at like crash accident you know scenes and stuff and at thirteen that can be traumatizing. Mm, uh, I see. I also think it would be more comfortable for an older brother to talk, to confront him yeah. before rather than mom. Do. Yes, you know, Brant. Yes, you're 19. Yeah, you're on with the bare naked ladies. Hi. Hi. Um, when I was seven years old, I had a series of uh, strokes, and what? Uh, what? the uh, the part of my brain that the front part that deals with emotions, uh, that part of it is dead. How did the strokes occur? Um. Doctors aren't sure. They think that it might have been trauma, like if when I was wrestling with my older brother or like if uh, I was diving and hit my head oh my God. on the diving board. Did that hap those things happen? Um, so not real, uh, not often. Does that give um, you a stroke? Yeah. I, what, I mean, a stroke just means a dead piece of brain, basically. And yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. My right carotid artery is uh, was completely closed, and now it's... Um, Open ten percent. It's closed ninety percent. And little pieces of uh, clot in the right. Corner. So there's no conscience or uh, no emotions. You should uh, get into the radio industry. Actually, It'd go far with that. Wow. The general wow. manager has that well, problem. It's not that I don't have any emotions. It's just you probably it's, can't contain them. You have a lot of impulses and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. It's. Um, I was taking a psychology class, and it, it basically uh, kind of feels like bipolar. Like one day I'll feel good. Yeah. The next day I'll feel like. I don't feel too good. Okay. And, and uh, particularly thalamic infarcts in the steep center of the brain can be associated with bipolarity. So What was that one? Thalamic. In infarcts. In strokes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, strokes. Yeah. I know, but it's the uh, these guys are from Canada. Actually, that's... <laughs> they don't I, get jam over there. No, I do a lot of sculling up at home and do a lot of rowing and we say infarct instead of stroke we yell that in uh, as a coxswain <laughs> i've heard about your work as a coxswain yeah as a coxswain I, I would do we were kind of the unique team because i would yell infarct infarct <laughs> so brant what's the question exactly um well i want to uh i want to know what i can do to have more of a normal like emotion see state. a psychiatrist who specializes in these biological disorders there there are a, a, many different very effective medication and particularly we're having wide fluctuations of mood uh, these days uh, psychiatrists are tending to use the anti-epileptic medication anti-seizure medicines like Depakote or Tegretol they do help a lot with these sorts of disorders alright Marcus yeah you're 21 yeah what's going on, on? 
Yeah. Righteous. Hey, B&T, were you affected by the philosophical genius of Rush being a fellow Canadian group? B&T, Bare Naked Bare Naked Taters. I thought I was so witty with that, too. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. B&L. That was a no? Yeah, no, were we were, were we affected by Rush, did you yeah. say? I, I Yes, I mean, definitely. I played cool. in a high school band. We played about 90 Rush songs. Oh, righteous. What about See, I wasn't affected by Rush, but I was affected by the soundtrack to the film Rush featuring Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's so lame. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, my, my question for Adam yeah. okay, is, like, really, like, hardcore. My girlfriend... Joanna, I saw BTO once, by the way. Oh, well, hey, that counts for <laughs> But something. did you see BNTPO? Did you see UTFO back in the day? Bachman Tomatoes. And onions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question is this. My girlfriend, Johanna, from the ages of 13 to 16, had a serious sexual relationship with her best friend, Erica, okay? Now, they were, like, forced to break up by my girlfriend's parents when she was 16, and they didn't even see each other again until just recently. Well, about, about a year ago, and uh, since then, they've been, like, best friends and hanging out ever since then. Well, me and my girlfriend have known each other for a little over a year, and we didn't start dating until about four months ago. But they're, like, continually with each other all the time. And it just makes me, like, wonder. So you, you think something's going on? Yeah, I do. Okay. What makes you well, think? What makes well, you think? What do you do for a living, Marcus? I'm a security guard. Okay, pretty uppity for a security guard. Uh, <laughs> they give you a gun? No, no, I would never have a gun. Yeah, that's now. good. What no. makes you think that something isn't going on? Well... I, I just, the amount of time they spend no, together. No, 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 Have you confronted her about this? Well, yeah. I mean, and what does she say? I'm like totally imagining things. She says nothing is happening at all. That was in the past, and this is like a new thing. It's possible. But like my fears go from like this, okay? She's like, okay, like the only way, like, okay, like I have like just recently gave her her first like orgasm by a guy like two weeks ago, okay? And mm -hmm. the only way I can do it is through like cunnilingus, you know? Which is very common for is women it? to be that way. Absolutely. Now, That's how cool. would do oh, uh, you think that makes her a lesbian because she can only achieve orgasm via oral sex? Well, that makes kinda, her a, that makes I her mean, a female, Marcus. She's hugely sexual, and Marcus, 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 yeah. Marcus, settle down. Okay. That, that's that's most women. Okay, really? Yeah, maybe not most, but yeah, a, no, a, a it's large, most. A large it's number. most. The other ones are faking. Wow. They really are. We wow. we go to these colleges and we ask how many fake routinely, and eighty percent of the hands go up. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, a couple guys in there too. Oh, but yeah, most women do. Most women do fake. And when I say, "Come on, uh, ladies," in front of you know two or three thousand people, you guys just want oral sex, don't you? And they all go nuts. Yeah, every time. Yes. the pants come flying right off, and they <laughs> they rush the stage. Uh, Marcus, you have nothing. We, we, we do that in our concerts, and everybody leaves. We ask the same question. <laughs> so look, you, you got to ask her though how she would feel if you hung out with an old girlfriend, right? Even though it was a new relationship and just friendship, she has to understand. Cool well, all right. Well, she's usually trusting. That's why I think maybe I'm having a problem. Well, no, you're a little, not. you're uh, a little um, on alert, Marcus. Right. I mean, you know, doesn't he feel a little edgy? Little, yeah. uh, not the kind of guy you'd want to go camping with. Thanks a lot. Well, you know, you know it's my job. I'd to go camping with you, Marcus. You. Thanks, man. Yeah, you, I, I'll bring the rush tapes. You bring the canned salmon. <laughs> all right, Marcus. How can we help? Um, just, just uh, that. That's I, mean, I was hoping just to create create a situation where you might be able to intuitively hone upon it. Like Adam, you would intuitively hone it as a non-problem. So uh, I shouldn't like make this an issue. I should just let no. her be best friends with this chick. And yes. Chill uh, out. Don't, back yeah, you're gonna force her into something if you're just not. Just ask her uh, if it feels better when you go down on her or, or when her. Just, she goes down. just let her know how much you'll you know. how much you care about her, how much the relationship means to you, and encourage her to be honest. You can choose a ready guide in some celestial voice, and if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice.
What the hell song is that? I'm dropping some old Rush songs. Oh, is that Rush? And, and, and Marcus, fly by night away from here. <laughs> fly away from here. All right. Oh, and Marcus, uh, we are the priests. <laughs> and Marcus, ya ta 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 Let's talk to line one. Today's Tom Sawyer is 19 years old. Alicia. Alicia. Yes? What's going on? Yeah. Okay, just wondering. Um, actually, well, I have this problem. I was dating two guys, and I'm getting serious with one of them. And I just broke up with the well-endowed one. He had a very huge penis. And I feel that I'm a little bit loose. And I know there's a hymen reconstructive surgery. Oh, please. Oh, come on. I don't want to become a virgin. I mean, I'm sleeping with... Wait, wait, wait. Alicia, Alicia, Alicia. Yes. Alicia. That, that part of your body is designed to handle the head of a child coming down the canal. I right? know. Okay? It doesn't become loose. It doesn't change that much. Okay. It's not designed to handle okay. uh, the likes no. of Ed, but okay. uh, the I head of a nine-pounder would make it. And it certainly to build a hymen back would not have anything to do with that. Okay. But uh, hold on, Drew. Let's be fair for a second. Unless I've, you've had a hymen attack. <laughs> hey, thanks for working in the name of the bed. I've seen women having babies. Uh, they don't seem real happy or comfortable, Drew. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if it was designed for that or not. It but seems the point like is uh, they could f- And it goes back of- even after that. It does. Yes. Okay, well. You don't know if you're a little loose or whatever. Yeah, well, well I mean, I was sleeping with the Alicia, one Alicia. For a while, and I've noticed with my current partner, I'm just not getting enough pleasure. Maybe he's Well, that's because smart. you like the other one better. That's all. Well, yeah, but. It's not like a uh, ashtray on a potter's wheel or anything. Uh, <laughs> at least if you can okay. if you can picture that. And I know there's a hymen reconstructive surgery. I was just wondering if there was something similar. Alicia, no. It would mm-hmm. any doctor that perform anything like that on you should be not just to have his license taken away, but shot and <laughs> thrown out of the tribe. That is ridiculous. All right, Alicia, what? How did you uh, get so naive at 19? Didn't you take health class at school? Yes, I did. You did. Yes, I did. And what were you doing? Were you drawing, uh, <laughs> writing rush rules on the desk? Now, could her no, new boyfriend wrap gauze busy. around his penis or something? Down well, there? I had an idea for a padded condom that I still think uh, w- is going to work out. Well, you could maybe just do a couple of sausage casings first and, and then a condom. You do the first condom, you do about a roll and a half of duct tape, and then you do the second condom. That's uh Okay. And then the, you, these condoms are going to have veins painted right into them. So. Alicia, you need to understand that there's some problem in the physical intimacy you're having with this guy, and it's not a mechanical problem. Well, does he know all about uh, the guy? The uh, bigger guy? Yeah. No. Or does he, he doesn't. Does he, he doesn't. Okay, don't ever tell him about that. He needs to understand what you need from him to feel good. Mm. You need to tell him. Men don't magically know that kind of thing. Alicia? I mean, I love the guy, and that's why I'm much more serious with him. Okay, well, then you tell him what does and does not feel good and explain that to him and help him understand how to help you. Ed, do you you have any kids? Uh, I do. I have a two-year-old you know, daughter. And your wife uh, gave birth while she was uh, doing the dishes over the sink. Didn't even feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just dropped right out. Throw it over there with the others. <laughs> she complained for a while that I w- just wasn't satisfying her afterwards. She said, I need, like, the head of an eight-and-a-half-pound baby. Oh, my God. I would uh, I would have a C-section. My wife had sex woman. with the baby's head for a while afterwards. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you know. Oh. Mike, can you dump that part out of the show? <laughs> Change that to like a melon or something instead. <laughs> Lynn. Yes. You're 30. 
Mm-hmm. You're on with the bare naked ladies. Hi. Hi. Um, my brother found a tape with my other brother um, in the shower. And he filmed himself with a dildo. And um, a gigantic one. Could you uh, ask the pianist who's accompanying your question to uh, just crack his knuckles for a moment? It's, it's kind of distracting. <laughs> At least play some somber music? Yes. How old's your brother? The one that was filmed. 35. Lynn, where are you calling from? Tahoe. Can you turn something down? The music that we're being... Can I put you on hold? Okay, well, we're going to have to put you on hold for a second. And she's lucky she's asking a dildo question because that is the only exception we make on this show. Normally, when people go to turn the radio down, I make them pay by waiting on hold for another half hour before we get back to them. But this is um, so tantalizing that uh, I'm going really to let her buy it. She sounds yeah. really well, upset. be disturbing, I imagine. Lynn? 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 No, that's louder. What the heck is that? All right. Is that uh, Celine Dion? Lynn? (laughs) She's got one of those hold things. It's a dentist office hold. Oh, that's her hold thing. Hold, please. No, no, but that isn't that what we're hearing when she was... All right. uh, Let her work out her phone line, and uh, we'll see if we can slip on over to uh, Brandon. Yes? Brandon, 16? Yeah. Does your question involve a dildo? Uh, No. See you, Brandon. Hold on a second. Let's see. (laughs) Lynn? All right, was that just a bogus question, Drew? I don't know. Is she having difficulty working her phone? She sounded very serious and very morose She's, about the whole thing. She sounded really upset about she this. She sounded very upset. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But you got to understand that people are going to chuckle when uh, there's a serious question involving a dildo. <laughs> you work the word dildo in, it's like uh, um, 34 uh, children were killed uh, this morning in a bus accident involving a dildo. And then you got to laugh at the end. You know what I mean? Right. Brandon? Uh, yeah. Okay. What's going on? Hurry. Um, I get, every time I masturbate, after I masturbate, I get uh, severe migraine headache. Do you have a history of migraines otherwise? No. And by migraine, what do you mean? Um, right after, I just get real splitting headaches. Where is it? Um, in the center of my head. Any visual problems associated with it? No. Do you watch scrambled porn any on the cable channel? Because n- I get such a headache <laughs> trying to decipher. An hour and a half I'm sitting in my hotel room going, wait a minute, that's a boob. Oh, no, wait a minute. That's an ass. Oh, my God. I've been, I've been going to the wrong. That's Ron Jeremy's ass. Oh, my God. Any, uh, I feel so dirty now. Any numbness or tingling in around these headaches? Nothing like that. It's just Any family history of migraines? Um, my mom has uh, migraines sometimes. Okay, so it's possible that you've inherited something like that from mom. But, Drew, we get this once in a while. Yeah, there, right? are, there are orgasm-induced headaches, and uh, some oh. of them are vascular. What a drag. And there <laughs> are medications, extremely effective medications for migraine these days. There's uh, Imitrex, and there's a new version of Imitrex called... <gasps> oh, make something up. He's oh, not going to know. It starts with a Z. Wow, I've never seen Zampanol. Drew. Oh, it just came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, they usually give us something positive. It's ZZ Top and all. ZZ down here. Oh, shoot. Anyway, but the point is there's some very effective medicines for migraines, and you ought to see a doctor to see if you can get some treatment for that. There are also ways of preventing the migraines. Certain medications will sort of prevent prophylactic. Stop whacking it. In order to save yourself a little, save a little face for yourself, just tell the doctor 
listen, I get these headaches before I go to bed and then sort of slip him 20 no. bucks and wink. No. And <laughs> he'll know what you're talking about. Talk about the fact that it's after orgasm. That's not Stop a problem. <laughs> not a problem. Oh. Lynn, what? Hello. Adam, your dog just. Uh... Oh, my dog <laughs> just took a dump. Oh. oh, every time I bring that dog in here, it's big. Yeah, the dog. The dog takes a big dump. Where where to take the dump? Same place it went last time. Really? On all those wires? Exact same spot. Oh, my dog took a dump on uh, you know like seven hundred lineal feet of coaxial cable that was all uh, jumbled up in a like a uh, looked like a rat's nest. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go be uh, humbled uh, in a second, Lynn. All right, so you went. Well, why did it take you twenty minutes to turn down the effing radio? I don't know. Okay. Well, you now sound, you sound like you're having a lot of trouble with this. Well, because that's that's disgusting. Okay, but wh- why did it take you so long to turn the radio down? I gotta know. Was the radio on? No. What was going on? What were we hearing? Ask um, the girl who answered the phone. All right, Lynn. Uh huh. I'm gonna t- I tell you what. I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm going to let you um, think about your priorities. Think about uh, who were the ones who did what with the uh, vibrator and who your friends are. Okay? Okay. And we'll talk to you in about four minutes. Okay. Okay. All right? Yeah. Okay. She's got a lot of anger, this Lynn. And uh, I know, Drew, don't get up and leave for a second. I know uh, the vibrator thing or the dildo thing is sort of why she's calling, but here's a woman with issues. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. You guys all getting that vibe? Absolutely. All right. I am going to go uh, scrape uh, crap <laughs> off of uh, a nice shag rug, and uh, we'll be back with the bare naked <laughs> after this. 800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Love line on K-Rock. And you're listening to Love Line with Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. Oh, yeah. Tyler, Steve, and Jim are here. Although, uh, Tyler and Jim are uh, out in the hall. They're they're still cleaning up the dog crap. (laughs) (laughs) Sherry uh, cleaned up for me. By the way, when we had Don Ho in here and I asked him how much weed he smoked, he just sort of went. He just laughed. (laughs) So I took that as a yes. All right, Drew. There, there's, there's something I wanted. I was in my barber. Uh, I was at my barber today, uh, yeah. Oscar, and yeah. I was reading the newspaper. And there's just something I wanted you to look at what? in here. Uh, and no, nothing in, in particular. It's just uh, some poor, uh, poor kid. Uh, this out in the uh, San Fernando Valley here. His dad killed him. He's like yeah. a, a five year old, and like tried to bury him out in the whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and there's a picture of his uh, grieving, uh, grieving mother at the yeah. uh, at the funeral and all that kind of stuff. And then I was opening the. Page and I was uh, reading through the uh, story, and uh, let's see, um, uh, it's a it's it's a continuation from page one. But anyway, the guy was a street vendor, uh, the father who killed him, yeah. who had up to thirteen children with oh. uh, Petra, the woman seen grieving there, who's uh, thirty five. Uh, what does up and, to mean? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, and her twenty eight year old sister, uh, Juana. Anyway, the uh, children range from three weeks to 16 years old. Oh. 
And uh, listen, I feel sorry for any mother that lost uh, a uh, a son or a daughter. But uh, thirteen, that uh, up to thirteen, seems like uh, seems seems a little little much. I think they're questioning who the father of some of these are. I, I think they may have uh, been doing that. But uh, anyway, I thought you. I know sometimes you think society's uh, is healing itself or something. And I, I like, like that. Yeah, once in a while you do. You think, uh, I think it's optimistically? Hard. I, I, occasionally, when we talk to large groups of people where they right. seem to be right. together, I feel okay. Right. That ain't in LA. No. All right. Let's uh, get back to uh, Lynn, who found a very uh, whose brother found a very disturbing video of her other brother. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Involving a dildo, a shower, and uh, a f- Lynn. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is disturbing to you, obviously. Well, it is. How old is the uh, older brother? We're all five years apart. <clears throat> the and one he's that found 34? it is twenty-five. Mm-hmm. What does he think about this? He was freaked out. What did he think the video was? I mean, when well, he put he it in, it was like their honeymoon video or whatever. So there's a there's a wife here, huh? Yeah. Uh huh. Why is he yeah. sexually abused me, my older brother, who filmed his own self in the shower? All right. So this is a, so you know your brother since you were five. So the, well, he started when I was five and. Um, this, by the way, is what Adam was picking up on. Yeah, uh, you, you were, you were, and this is not to be um, derogatory towards you, but you were evasive at first, and we always have to sort of confront that because you can't communicate with people unless even even the simplest of questions can be answered right. openly and effectively. Hold in on, Drew, uh, be quiet, uh, Mike. Shows, no, no, wait a minute, no, wait a minute, no, 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 please, Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want you to communicate with Drew. How he he he, he um, felt you up from five until what age? I don't remember. So, but it was a long time? Uh, well, he, it couldn't have been that long because he left when he was maybe... All right, can you 12. give me... just? Can you take a guess? Like three years. Okay, so from five to eight. And uh, did he ever get any counseling for this? Did anyone find out about this? Um, not about me, but something happened with him, and I don't know with who or whatever... Uh-huh. I don't know who did it to him, but someone did something to him. Well, yes, that's obvious. Drew's nodding really, his head over there. Yeah, he's yeah. really angry. And yes. I mean, you okay. can't even talk to him. No, and uh, may not want to approach a guy with a dildo in his ass uh, from the shower. But did uh, does he have any kids? Adam, it was one of those three-foot things. It, yeah, it was disgusting. Really? Yes. Not bigger than Ed, was it? I don't know. Yeah, they don't make one that big. It's too much of materials is really the problem. And then shipping. Does be ridiculous. Oh, really, does you know, he have $35 kids? dollar item, but it's eighteen hundred bucks to ship it across the country. They have flatbed. Does he have kids? He, you know what? He just had a. No. Oh. Why did all these people have kids? Oh. Does uh, does he know that you found this tape? Does he know no. that you know about this? Yeah, but uh, this is. N- it's not about the the tape is sort of the tip I'm of the iceberg. I'm just wondering about the family yeah. dynamic right now. I have been. Because I didn't know that that happened when I was five years old, and that came out through counseling. And to this day, um, I'm still in counseling. Good. Right. So I started right. going in counseling when I was 13. All right. So that's this, good. But this, that's good. But this sort of reminds you of just what a per- disgusting person you're dealing with. Well, yeah. what you know what? I ha- I stopped all communication with him because, you know what, just because he's blood, I don't have to bleed. Mm-hmm. And he's... Um, all right. So what, what, right how can we help you? Well, what do you do? You know, he's got a son now. You know, what do you do? How how do you, you know, I kind of feel bad because I... I Didn't the therapist report this? 
Report what? Oh, you mean the molestation? Yeah. To, to who? The, the authorities. No. Hmm. I think there's an obligation. All right, what should she do? But I think she needs to put a hit on it. Child Protective Services need to be contacted. I feel bad because I'm not. I don't. I cannot even give him the time of day. Don't feel bad. That's all right. That's fine. Listen, I I, I barely talked to my sister, and she never laid a hand on me. So uh, I can only imagine uh, what our relationship would be like if there was a full-fledged molestation. I mean, uh, I love her and everything, but, you know, Drew, you don't talk to your sister, do you? Occasionally, but it seems like you're making a good choice to stay away from this person. I don't need him in my life. Correct. Yeah, you don't. I'd say that's true. And this is just further evidence that he's still into weird stuff. And uh, I I mean, everybody's personal habits are their own business, but he films it and he leaves it out. I mean, it's just something's weird about the guy. And we know he's a, a child abuser. Oh, and, he's, and now there's a child in the picture. Got to call Papa. Child Protective Services. Oh, I'm moving to Canada. The Department of when are you guys Services. going back to Canada? I'm going with you. Uh, we're going back on Monday. Uh, Monday. You know what I could do? I think I'm trying to kind of work out a gig for myself because I don't play an instrument, I don't sing, and I don't write songs. <laughs> But I could go out and do, like, warm up the crowd for, like, five, eight minutes sure, and bring you guys out. Mm-hmm. And then later on, you could, like, call me out for some sort of uh, Blues Brothers-esque sing-along thing <sighs> where I really wouldn't have to sing that well. But we could do, like, a, you know, show me the way to go home or uh, sure. something like that. That sounds great. Okay. Show me, don't tell I'm me. I'm trying to think of something that might have a, a speaking part. If there's any popular songs of the last ten years. Oh, we could do parts. we could do the uh, love theme from Titanic, and you could do all the spoken parts. Oh, from and the that film. that Springsteen Jerry Maguire song where they had all the talking in it. Yeah, too. yeah. All right. Or Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Yeah, I think I could yell out some of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we right. got a real pressure cooker going here. You know that. If, if we don't do the theme from Titanic, we certainly could do the theme from Poseidon Adventure. Because uh, I know... Uh, <laughs> or theme from SWAT. 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 Yeah. Luke, TJ, Street, Hondo. We just finished... We just finished recording our album at the same studio where they recorded that song. Yeah. That's the most exciting part of our whole record. That is awesome. It's not even on our record, but I'm excited about that song. Robert Urich. Yeah. As as street, street. and Robert Urich as the Beaver. <laughs> no, uh, no Goldfarb in there. It wasn't uh, Deke, TJ, Luca, Street, Goldfarb, and uh, Moisha. No. Goldfarb. <laughs> no. And the black dude's name was Deke. I, I love when TV uh, names black guys. Uh, there's uh, the two. The, oh, L- Link was another good black oh, yeah. guy name from uh, the Is Mod Squad. from Shaft. Deke from Shaft. No, oh, the thing was fun. Oh, this is the thing isn't it? Yeah. 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 Right on. I'd want to be the dude who wore his hat backwards because I was the, the sniper. sniper. Yeah. TJ. Yes. Thing was fun. 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 All right, everyone just go like freestyle, some sort of dance movement here. This is where Ed rap. This is back when uh, songs used to kick. Drew, you want to jump in here? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's my kick. 
That's it. I'm leaving this. I'm going out on the road with the uh, bare naked ladies, and then we'll. Uh, I'm going to open uh, have some sort of like uh, maple farm or something outside of Canada somewhere. Maple. Uh, you got to get, you, you get real early, early to feed the maples. Though. I'll just stay up late. Perfect. Now, the trouble with the maples, uh, and they they're quite convinced they're right. They say the the oaks are just too greedy, and they grab up all the light. This is more rush. Okay, we got to on Pearl Ives in for here. Trevor or whatever his name was. All right, was, we uh, we're yeah. going we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We will play a, another uh, bare naked ladies cut, and uh, Drew will uh, have something to say important. Bye bye. Uh, little of the uh, Blink-182 guys. The uh, Bare Ladies are here. The Bare Naked Ladies rock spectacle, or uh, spectacle, <laughs> as they would uh, call it in their uh, native uh, French, um, is the name of the CD. And we're going to hear something else off of this. This is a live CD recorded in a number of places. Two is the number of places. Chicago and Montreal. And Montreal! <laughs> as we say, Montreal. <laughs> And uh, this one is called The Old Apartment. Welcome to the old apartment. This is where we used to live. Broken glass, broken hungry, broken hearts and broken bones. This is where we used to live. Yeah. 
Lights out, Chicago. Okay. It was, it was another live song I knew about. I'm not sure that one was recorded in Chicago. Actually, I think that one was recorded in Marcel Marceau, which is how we pronounce Montreal. Montreal and and oh, really? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, singing a little UFO, but they may not have made wow, it uh, north of the border there. The uh, one one question I had for yeah. the audience on that night was: Did they feel like I did? <laughs> okay, Pete. Uh, the old apartment, uh, bare naked ladies rock, spectacular, and spectac. Uh, you can say it, spectac, spectac. Very good. That sounds more Spanish than uh, French. Oh, well, it's it supposed is. to actually roll the L. Touch the rock, spectacular. Come on, shake your body, baby, to the conga. Come on, shake your body, baby, to the conga. That's that's what it's called in Spanish. True, you speak uh, French, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you guys speak French? Um, Very uh, poorly. Oh, really? Um, people, Our I manager, say. Pierre, speaks French. He's in, in the next room. Drew, you want to say something? Or no. We? All right, you ask Pierre me. Pierre gets very embarrassed whenever we try and speak French. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yes, he's chuckling. He's got there. that embarrassed French smile on his, his face. Eng his English name is Peter. <laughs> we like to call him French, Peter. DJ? Crush. Yeah, you're 23. Yep. First of all, Adam and Drew, I love your show. Okay. And Thanks. The TV show, I don't know, I started it because I first heard about you guys on the TV show. Mm -hmm. And then all my friends said, oh, check the radio, and I don't even watch the TV show anymore. Good. <laughs> um, Bare Naked Ladies, mm -hmm. I um, love you guys. I've liked you since I first found out about you guys in 92. Cool. Right on. Um, and I've seen you guys six times since September of 93, and you never performed Lovers in a Dangerous Time. Where do you live? Where have you seen us? Seattle. And I and one time I missed you guys here, so I went up to Vancouver in Canada to see you. And we so, didn't play it then? We usually nope. play it when we're in Canada. This was our first hit, in, and it was yeah, never released down here except for as a B-side mm -hmm. last year. But uh, it's a, it's a, we play it whenever we're home because it was a hit there. Well, can you play it in Seattle, please? <laughs> Um, no, nope. thanks oh. for calling. <laughs> um, another thing, and I know he's been out of the group for a while, and Kevin's in there and everything, but what was the whole circumstances for Andy leaving? He just wasn't happy in the band anymore, and it was uh, oh. it was just kind of a weird situation. He he uh, wanted to go try explore some music on his own, and and uh, didn't really like touring. And, and plus, he found a tape of his brother Jim with a huge three foot dildo. <laughs> I was gonna say that, and I thought I, I had to edit myself and didn't say it, but I'm glad you What's said it anyway. Sorry. What's wrong with that? Jim says uh, nothing. Um, and one other question: I got the um, seven inch for. Uh, what was it? Oh, the no, it was three dildo? feet. It was three oh. feet. <laughs> okay, as far as records go. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, is there? Do you guys have anything else on vinyl? Um, uh, a lot of singles we put out in in uh, Europe uh, off from our first album are on vinyl, but there's nothing recent on vinyl. No. Hmm. And a lot of Europe albums are available on the, vinyl as the well. The final countdown is available on vinyl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, well, I love you guys. Thanks yeah. a lot. I look forward to your next album. Thanks, Thank you. man. Hear the way he said right, that. All right, DJ. Hear the way he said that. Anyway, you're, you're idiots, but I love you guys. <laughs> no, um, uh, but for everybody that doesn't know about you guys, they should. You guys live are just the best. Thanks, yeah. man. Thank you. I've never seen them live, but I did see the uh, Pontiac Sunfire uh, Night of uh, 150 Stars, and uh, <laughs> these guys uh, were on there. I've seen it a few times. That same one. 
Yeah. It's Cindy Lauper on the first half hour, and then it was us in the second half hour. It was? It was. I missed that part, but uh, that's uh, probably best. I really enjoyed you guys uh, a lot. I, I time after time, time for Cindy. Great. Yeah, if, you, if, if you're lost, you can look and you can find her. That's so, right. Time, time after, after time. time. Kelly. Yes. You're 23. I have a question for Drew. Yeah. I had an affair with a professor of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's about 54. I'm 23. I got really emotionally kind of... This happened this year? Yeah, it happened. It's been over about a month. Mm-hmm. And it it lasted about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, he, hadn't, he wasn't my professor at the time we got involved. But I can't seem to shake it. He wasn't your professor? He wasn't. He was my professor about a year prior to our involvement. Okay. And, but you're still at the same school? You were a student there? No, I, I graduated in December. We got involved in January. Is he married or anything? No. Is the same age as Are you in therapy? We're not talking about me. Okay. I'm talking to the bare naked ladies. Listen, for, Who's for, in therapy here? But for, for they have that in that therapies. Do they have that? Do you guys understand? Therapy. <laughs> I, I'm in urine therapy. <laughs> but look, for Kelly, uh, again, it's, it's very different. You need somebody who's had a good deal of training, pref- the, the preferably PhD level. Right. But there's some MS, MSW. Let me, uh, let me power through a few calls here. All right. Get into therapy. Melissa's uh, 22, can't orgasm unless she's stoned. Yeah. Okay. You have our blessing. No. Let's keep moving along here. Kelly's we 23. Kelly. We oh, we did? All right. Lauren, Hi. you're 16. When a guy fingers you, you bleed. Has he popped your cherry? Maybe. Yes or almost. Yes or almost. All right? Okay. Um, Reggie. Yes, I you're, do have a question. You're 33. You're an upbeat, enthusiastic fan of the Bare Naked Ladies who wants to tell them they rock. Well, I think I just did that. Let's keep going. <laughs> Carla, you're 13. Yeah. She's black and Mexican, and boyfriend's dad is a rabbi. No. A boyfriend's dad is a white, uh, oh, uh, supremacist. white supremacist, or is a supremacist. Hey, either way, he doesn't like you how to handle this. Yeah. Yeah, stay away from him. The, you're uh, you're at the top of his list. Sammy Davis Jr. was the only one who was higher than you, and he died. You understand? That puts you at the yeah. top. She's 13 years old. Oh boy, there's, there's I, time uh, in the future to deal with these things. I had I had that problem myself. Uh, I'm half black, and I went out with a girl whose father prevented me from seeing her, and wow. uh, it was very painful f- for me because I thought. This guy doesn't even know me, but he's judging me on uh, yeah. really. On You're something half ridiculous. black. Yeah, Ed's one quarter black, but I won't say. Oh. I'll say one quarter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I found the most important thing for me is I liked the girl. She was cool. She didn't. She had a problem with her father. We talked about that, but then eventually I had to make sure I took I took care of myself. Make sure that you don't think there's anything wrong with you for being. Who you are? It's uh, good advice, and we got to uh, run in late for break, so I hate to cut you off. Right but, on, uh, Carla. You're not going to change him. Just uh, stay out of his sights and um, literally do what uh, right Tyler says. Hey, 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 all right, we're out of time. Bare Naked Ladies, thank you very much for uh, coming in. It was nice to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's uh, This is a quality band, everybody. I know it sounds like I'm uh, kissing a little late-night ass here, but uh, there are a lot of bands we have in the show, and a lot of them are good, but this one is especially good. So uh, if you're not into them, 
I suggest you do that. Plus, uh, people think you're smart. You know a lot about music when you have a few of these uh, lying around the house. <laughs> That's why I'm going to need some more uh, CD jackets just to throw around. I don't need the CD. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies Rock Spectacles, the name of the new one. It's live. Uh, go out and get it. And until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. <laughs> The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anyone. But they might be Bob's. I'm Bob, and they're mine. The producer of Loveline is Ann Wilkins. Loveline is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment. Grr. We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming. Bye.